welcome once again to the BL Can't Save You, but it's kind of entertaining podcast. I'm your host, Anna is a very tired my blue. So today we're going to be uh, discussing the Wuja drama Word of Honor based on the novel by Priest entitled The Far Wanderers. So as of this recording, there have been five episodes released, um, maybe a bit more, but uh, they all are, have full subs. You would just need to toggle on the little cog, um, pick the language that you're comfortable with, and then they're fully subbed for you. So I would definitely check out this drama. I've seen all four of the episodes as of now, and I am fully invested uh, in the story, and I am very excited to see where they take it. So in this episode, I'm just going to give my initial thoughts on the drama and just my takeaways um, from the first uh, few episodes. So I think I don't I will try to keep myself in order, um, but based on my notes, that I can never keep anything in order, so I don't make a lot of promises on that, but uh, hopefully you can still follow along with me. Uh, so, the main characters in this drama, main characters of this drama are Zhao Zixi, is the leader of the Four Manor set, Wen Ki Ling, I don't know, we don't know in these first episodes who he belongs to really um we get some clues and some hints um but he is just a traveler who happens to know martial arts so we're just gonna go with that he is followed by his disciple gao Zing, uh, who is very talented with the whip uh she is also i don't want to i don't know if she's the comedic character uh, she, she she is I, she is kind of annoying, um, but I don't think that's her fault. I just think that, you know, she has that character of, like, she is a strong girl because she does practice martial arts, but she kind of has this, like, whiny characteristic, so we'll see how her character progresses. Um, next character that we have uh, showing up in these first four episodes, San Ching Ling. He is the third son of the master of the mirror lake sect uh so we meet him uh we meet these four in the first four care uh, in the first four episodes there's tons more characters uh, that we meet along the way um but they're kind of in the background and they're they do show up um but they're kind of minor for right now so i'm not gonna touch on them at the moment uh but uh so the episode the first episode starts off with uh Zhao Xixi's character. Uh, he is in a manor. Uh, it's in the it's in the midnight or in the dark, uh, and so we just see him, you know, uh, with the face covering. Uh, he's standing on the rooftop, and like you already immediately know, like something's gonna go down. Uh, so things uh, do go down, and uh, after it's after this incident where he decides that he needs to leave uh, the uh, window of heaven. He no longer wants to do it, so there is this technique uh, in order to leave uh, that he uses called the 7.3 Autumn Nails. So there's two ways you can kind of apply this. You can do them all at once and that kind of renders you useless. It takes away your martial arts and you're kind of living like as a zombie uh, for three years until you die. And then there's this other method uh, that you can use where you put them in one by one. And so it still will kill you in three years. Uh, however, you will retain um, yourself, basically. And you'll retain your martial arts. 
so uh, the leader of the window uh, have, of heaven decides that he wants to pursue this route uh, so that's what he does to himself and so we we do see that in the episode it is kind of graphic uh, they don't show it that much so it's it's good like if you're not really into gory scenes of that nature uh, then they do show it a little bit but it's not too much it's just kind of enough for you to kind of sense like what he's basically doing to himself in order to uh, be able to kind of give himself a bit of freedom um, from this kind of life that he, this life path that he was on so uh, what struck me about that is that one how far he was willing to go uh, to do it um, he feels very regretful about some of the choices that he's made uh, so that's why he just decided that you know in order to I guess uh, maybe try to atone uh, for his past misdeeds or his past sins uh, he decides to, to do this so then after he does this he decides that he doesn't want to have people following him around so he decides that he's going to disguise himself um, and so he uses like a face mask um, but he kind of, <laughs> I just, the mask was really funny to me only because he looked like super Mexican when he applied it. And I, I just like, I just kind of chuckled a little bit uh, about that. I know it was really dumb, but I just could not just stop looking at it. So then after he does this, um, we're giving like a cutscene and it goes into like a new uh, area and we immediately see the evil sect uh ghost valley and you see some of the players there uh, and they're discussing some plans and you see a figure uh who's kind of standing like on a dais or he's just standing like apart and he's holding some walnuts uh he's holding walnuts in his hand and you don't see his face uh but you can see uh, his eyes and you see uh he has a uh, red eyeliner on <laughs> and what is funny um because i'm 12 is that he was displeased at one of his um disciples uh or his henchman i guess who was wearing a mask and who didn't basically complete a job or who kind of botched a job and he uh, cracks the walnuts in his hands and I'm just like, you know, crack nuts. I know it's stupid. I know, I know it's dumb, but I just was like, that also made me laugh. Because like I said, I'm 12 years old. Just kidding. Um, so we see that kind of uh, scene afterwards when, you know, that kind of um, pan shot goes into that other so we obviously see that there's some kind of nefarious players along uh, that are going to be major players in, in the series. So then after that happens, we meet up with Zhao Xixi again. And now he's, uh, his face is completely changed. Uh, he's uh, kind of turned into a beggar, I would say, who um, <laughs> I think is <laughs> who's like a little bit of an alcoholic. But, you know, whatever. I'm not here to judge you do you boo uh and so uh then you know we see him just kind of hanging out lounging on he's not asking people for money he's just you know hanging out um you know enjoying himself <laughs> that sounds bad <laughs> he's just basically like you know, just hanging out like on the street 
Uh, and then, uh, so after that, um, where, you know, we see him, uh, we see um, Wen Ki-Zing's character and Gao Zhang's character. They're at a restaurant. They're also drinking, having a good time, um, and just kind of observing the street around them. So when I thought, or when I saw uh, Wen Jing in the episode, or just, I, I guess, as they kind of, like, introduced, uh, you know, his character. <laughs> I was like, why are you so pretty? And one, that's very shallow of me, yeah, I know. But, um, you know, he just has this air of leadership about him. I don't know. It was only, like, five seconds where he was talking to Gaozing just about, you know, um, Xu Xu's character just basically just observing him being on the street and you know he just says like oh maybe he's just enjoying he's obviously just enjoying the sunshine but he said it like he knew like he like he says things in a way that you don't know how he knows these things but he just says them as if he knows them and so I just thought that was kind of interesting you know, he's obviously well at this point he hadn't spoken to him as of yet so he was just casually observing but there's his eyes are just paying attention to everything already just in general even though he may not look like he's observing his surroundings he he really is and so he he's paying attention to every detail and you could just see that within the first like five seconds and i thought that was amazing like attention to your character and attention to detail um that you know you could just see that with just his five second glance as this is happening we see another character that i mentioned um, prior come in to play zan chen ling he sees see shu's character on the street and he feels bad that you know he this beggar looks like he hasn't had anything to eat in a while and so he decides that he's going to you know reach out and you know try to help this person so he uh, tosses him I don't say tosses because he's really nice about it uh, he he's just you know tells his servant like hey give him some coins so that he could probably eat something and Zishu is like no it's okay like you don't have to do that I'm fine um, but you know they have a they have a pretty decent conversation and I could already immediately tell that um, that Chen Ling's character is very nice and as of right now you know we don't as of the first episode, you, you don't really know much about him other than, you know, he's a young master. And he says that, you know, his father uh, told him that he needs to help people when he can. So that's why, you know, he's taking the time out and talking to this person that he literally knows nothing about. Which, you know, <laughs> I don't know if... I don't really, really think that would happen, especially now, just given, you know, where we are with the pandemic. But I just thought that was really... It was really nice. Um, he seems like a very nice boy. Uh, so you know, so he, so he, you know, reaches out and tries to help. And that's when um, Gao Zing comes and says, "Hey, you're being ungrateful because you don't want to accept his help." And they immediately uh, get into. I don't say immediately, but pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty close. They get into like a fight, and so that kind of picks up uh, where. When Z is more, a little bit more interested now because he's paying attention to Z Shu's movements, who 
it, for all intents and purposes, uh, Zishu is pretending to be drunk. Um, but he, his feet are just moving expertly, uh, you know, there with purpose. And so that kind of piques uh, his interest in this person that, you know, is supposed to be just a beggar. Oftentimes, I'm not a huge fan of fight scenes. I think sometimes it could be really repetitive. Um, but the fight scene between Gaozing and Zishu is just so well done. And it just looks like almost like a dance. And the way that she carries that whip is just so beautiful. And the way that she like floats in the air is just oh my god it's so amazing like I I was a big fan of that fight scene I'm a big fan of most of the fight scenes that they've shown us so far and it's only been four episodes and there's been a ton of fight scenes and they've all been very well done and very well choreographed Ugh, just they're just the prettiest things ever and I I just can't stand it the two picks up after the fight and uh, Chen Ling uh, goes over to Zishu and says, hey, you know, here's my name tag. If you show up to where I live, you know, we can help set up a room for you. Please come and visit. Very nice man. As Chen Ling leaves, you hear this nursery rhyme that the kid's singing, but don't worry, I'm not going to subject you to <laughs> me singing. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. So it goes like this. The water from the five lakes gathers around the world. Who else deserves the supremacy in the martial arts world? This is going to obviously be a very important aspect of the drama as we can already tell if you've you know seen the episodes up to this point that there's a lot of different sects vying for kind of power right in this world because they're all trying to gain the upper hand on each other and so that rhyme is going to play a very important part uh, in the later episode for this episode and for the episodes going forward it's going to give you a major uh, key plot point the other thing that i wanted to mention was just how much death has just been in these first four episodes already um normally shows give you at least the ones that I've seen give you a little bit of time before they say okay this is what the world is about like this is before they give you like a major death and so just in the first episode there is at least four known deaths uh, so there was um, one the governor spoiler alert and a princess there is a mention that one of his old friends had passed away as well and then the other person who got the seven point thousand nails uh, torture so yeah just in that first episode there's already been people that have just like gone and so uh, i was trying to write notes uh, for the episode and i was like writing down the names like as soon as i wrote down a name like they would be gone so <laughs> it was like it was really difficult to try to keep up with like how many people do I actually need to remember? Uh, so it was just crazy. Down, even if they did type, even if they didn't last the whole episode, because I figured if they were going ahead and giving this a name of these people, that they were going to be important. Maybe not immediate, but maybe later on. So I really do hope 
that the names that I wrote down do come to fruition or at least uh, they give us like some sort of clue or hint as to like what's going on um, maybe a little bit later on especially you see Shu's past right because we don't really know about his past they don't like even in these four episodes they don't tell us like what he did before he entered the sect they don't they do mention his friend and you know the fact that his brother was going to marry the princess spoiler alert i should probably do that before i say these things but <laughs> sorry um anyway so i i assuming that they're going to make these people somewhat important maybe later on in the story they'll bring them back up or maybe we'll get some flashbacks to fill in a little bit about what's going on with Zishu's background as well. Go well, back to episode two. Uh, you know, he hears the nursery rhyme and he decides, like, hey, maybe I should, I don't know, take a boat and go uh, to uh, Zen Ling's house uh, just to take a look, just to see what's going on because he's too curious, I think. And so that's when we see when we see Wen Qi and Gao Xing uh, talking again, and he's saying like, "Oh, his moves were so tricky. Like, how do you know he could move like that?" And so, like, <laughs> so when he is like, "Could you even fight against a swift moving step?" And she's like, "What's that? Like, what? Where's that from?" And he says, "It's from the Four Manor Sect." And so, and, and this goes into my point, is just like, how would he even know? Has he heard about this before? Has he seen members of that sect? Because if you've seen the first episode, you basically know what happens to them. So either he saw it before in the past, or he's familiar with somebody who knows or who practices that form of martial arts. So he just definitely knows things. And he definitely has plans. He, you don't know, I mean, he doesn't tell you, they, they don't even give it away. But you know, you know that there is something forming in his head because he tells, you know, he just says, you know, he's available and I need to, you know, I need to like talk to this person or meet him, he says. So he definitely has things that he's working on. Whether they're good or not, you know, we don't really know. But then when Ki just decides like he's just gonna take it upon himself to follow uh, Zi Shu everywhere, literally everywhere, and it's really funny kind of seeing their dynamic at first because you know obviously Zi Shu is like I don't trust you. He doesn't say he doesn't trust him at least not in the like first encounter, but you can tell just by his body language to be like I don't know what you're about and I don't want to know what you're about I'm just gonna go on my way and so it's just really funny to me because like when Ki is all like oh that's okay I'm sure I'll see you around sometime and like he just continues he just basically just follows him around like this entire like the entire episode uh it's pretty funny so the next time that we see uh Wen Ki and Zishu they're um heading towards uh a manor uh, towards uh, Chen Ling's house, and they're in a field of, or yeah, they're in a field of cherry blossom trees. And so, you know, Wen is like, "Oh, fancy meeting you here!" 
<laughs> and 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 like right and so they immediately i don't know what it is maybe it's just because it's a wuja drama or maybe that's just how their relationship dynamic is going to play out but they they get into a fight it's a bit it's again it's very pretty and not a hair on either of their heads gets out of place i know i'm also very jealous of that fact because if i try to move uh just anything uh things got all over the place so i i do not have <laughs> that beautiful luck if they could tell me where they get their hair done that would be great i'm from a, a blow and just fanning himself with his white fan and just like hi i know that you would need without giving too much away because i want to be wary of spoilers uh, i know maybe not everybody has had a chance to watch so i i didn't want to go into too much about what happens inside the manor but um it does leave uh, chen ling uh, you know, by himself and so now he's officially kind of following uh, zishu around and it's because because <laughs> because when he is following zishu around you know they're all four have kind of uh, gone through this together and have you know taken shelter in like a shed um that they found and so they're just um, hanging out after this thing that happened in the manor uh, i really enjoyed the scene um between <laughs> between wenzi and wenki and zishu because you can kind of see their dialogue like up close and just kind of see how they're going to interact you know towards the in future episodes or just you know even in this episode because they get a lot of dialogue here and it's when when he is just not he's not subtle <laughs> like not even like a little bit right like if you if you saw the episode too you know that he's like really wants to know who zishu is like he's so curious and uh, in one episode or in one scene where they're you know talking about no they're sharing bread right they're sharing some dinner and so uh when when he reaches over and tries to pull off zishu's mask and kind of like swats him away and so you just kind of see that dynamic and 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 when and when he just be like you're so pretty <laughs> like basically just calling him beautiful and i'm like wow Sir, I'm going to need you to just tone it down a little because you're being a bit much. Just just a tad. Maybe like don't go so hard this time. I don't know. He doesn't seem to be that in. In the woodshed, uh, when he notices that uh, Chen Ling has been uh, injured uh, during the scuffle in the matter, so he goes and he says, Hey, I can go ahead and treat your injuries for you. I have a little medical knowledge. And so he tries to kind of help uh, Chen Ling out. And, you know, Chen Ling just says, like, no, I'm okay. Thank you. I don't, you don't have to. And so uh, when he is pretty insistent, and so he makes uh, Zishu kind of get up and say, hey, don't force him if he doesn't want to. And, of course, they get into, like, a mini fight. It's not, it wasn't like their fight in the peach uh, blossom field. And... There's just their their movements are so impressive. Like they literally flow like water. And I don't know 
if it's intentional or just because it's a bromance and I just I just feel that tension you know because it's just in their movements and they move so in sync together it's just it's really nice to watch even if they're just fighting episode three they're still in the woodshed um, just going over the matters that happened to uh, Jin Ling's home and when he asked you know you're you got attacked by a very powerful uh, ghost valley sect like why were they after you they don't go after people generally without a reason and generally like i don't know like so when he turns to Su shu's character who at this point has decided to give himself a fake name um brother zhao and he turns to him and says well what do you think and so uh brother zhao kind of just gets up and you know presents him with three things that you know affect the martial world he says greed hatred and ignorance so he you know talks about those key points and so he mentions that it can't be the first two it can't be hatred or ignorance because the martial world has relatively been at peace for a bit so it's not it, it can't be those things so he says that the only thing that this could be about is greed there must be something that enough people want that they're willing to fight and die for so then uh when he mentions the nursery rhyme that you heard in the second episode uh where they talk about uh this power that the five lakes which is a sect here uh in the world and so apparently they should be the only ones that will deserve this whatever it is right it's like a magical macguffin so magical macguffin that they're all looking for it will basically make anybody who has it invincible and so uh, brother Zhao is like do you believe it so when he's like well why don't you believe it and so you know uh, brother Zhao goes into more detail about why these kinds of things are not they're not helpful basically and how they they kind of hurt more than just the idea right that there's this thing that makes you powerful of course everybody's gonna want it and so it's just it just boils down to greed that makes you know people just go through countless this countless of deaths right because people are trying to get this thing that may or may not exist so already uh, just in this like three episodes we can see that the story is a lot more complicated and there's a lot of players that are involved in the story um because everybody is kind of out for themselves like each sect is out because they want to become more powerful and they want to one-up everybody and you know there's these two people or this like a person you know Shu, who really is just trying to get some peace right and because you know this half because you know he there's a kid that needs his help and he kind of feels honor bound to help you know he may get you know pushed into this fight that he really wasn't looking for or didn't want and so we'll just kind of have to see how that happens you know he's also dying like he's not in the perfect health um, because he has these thousand nails in and he basically has to keep them from killing him every day and so 
you can see him really struggling and really suffering, even in the first like four episodes of him just trying to keep it together. And I just sometimes like I'm just like, oh man, I feel so bad for you <laughs> because like I know like he did it to himself, right? Like so, but you know, it's still it still really hurts. Like whenever I see him interact with those nails, it is just it just looks so painful. Like, it just looks so uncomfortable. You have this guy just following you around who you didn't ask to keep following you around. And while, yes, he's, like, helping you, you also, like, he also doesn't know, like, what Wenki wants, right? Like, he he's obviously not helping just to help, even though I know uh, further down the line, the line, uh, Zigao is, is asking him, like, why are you so nice to him? And he's like, well, I just want a friend. <laughs> and again, you can kind of take that with a grain of salt. But anyway, Wenki also has a lot of secrets. Uh, we know this. Like, it's just very apparent that he is hiding a lot of things. There's this one scene. Uh, I don't, I think it's an episode four. I'm pretty sure it's an episode four. But uh, that uh, Zishu is, is asking him about his face. So as far as I know... At least from what I can tell that he just has this one face. <laughs> but who knows? Because apparently you can just put on another face and just go about your business. So, you know, uh, when he may also have another face that he has on. Uh, I, I always hope that it is Simon Gonko. Because <laughs> Simon is just, oh my god, he's so attractive. <laughs> I just... I just don't want I just don't want him to remove that mask. It's okay. Like I will allow him to keep that mask on if it's if if you know if he's if he's pretending to be like if he has another like face on top of that. But anyway. And so <laughs> so what was funny about that interaction uh when they're asking each other about their faces, he's like, So do you think it's pretty? I'm mean, just like and I I gotta hand it to to Wenki. I, he's just, he's really good at flirting. Like, he's, he's really good at just being mischievous and having that, you know, amazing, just kind of flirty look to him. Although, in the episode, I guess, in, I think it, it is in episode four, uh, <laughs> um, there, all the sex, are looking for Chenlin because he might know something about that magical MacGuffin. And so they're all trying to look for him. And so there's this, uh, yeah, so they're all trying to find him. And they reach up to them and the this beggar sect says, hey, like, we just want to take him to our master. Don't worry about it. And there's another fight that breaks out. And so it's like one against like many I don't know. Like, I didn't count how many. Um, <laughs> I don't. I didn't count how many um, fight. I, I didn't count how many fighters they were um, because I was just like, I, I guess it doesn't matter because he's gonna beat them all. Maybe he too is telling Wenki like, hey, please protect Chen Ling. Like, just keep an eye on him. And so, uh, you know, Wenki's like, yeah, okay, I can keep an eye on him. <laughs> So he keeps an eye on him, but like 
one of like the beggars like in the gang like starts circling Chen Lin around the table and like and Wenkin is just Wenki is just sitting there just like seriously eating walnuts and actually now that I think about this um, because of the scene in the first episode where we, where we go to Ghost Valley and we see the I'm guessing it's well no I'm not guessing because they say chief so the chief is like playing with the walnuts and the way way that the chief is playing with the walnuts is the way that when he is also playing with the walnuts on the table and so you know he's just you know watching she fight and she was like hey why aren't you like he doesn't say it but he looks at him and <laughs> when he's all like pretending like he doesn't understand like oh do you want me to help like you're not saying anything why aren't you asking me and I was just like why are you such an ass <laughs> like you obviously know or you can obviously see right that Zishu like while yes is a martial arts master that doesn't mean that he's invincible and so he I think he gets hit or something happens and it kind of triggers when Ki's reaction. And so him and Chenlin, Zishu and Chenlin manage to, to go. They, they manage to get away. And it and because they hit or because they hurt Zishu, when Ki's just kind of like it's gets there's a switch that turns on right there's there's this switch and he just like grabs one of the guys and just like choke holds him and there's it's definitely you know it reminded me of that meme that was going around twitter it's like but he murders people it definitely reminded me of that and so you don't get to see what his full powers are because they they let they show that they show him choke holding the man but then they they fade out and so the next uh and then so the next scene uh you know everybody's basically dead and when he's just kind of like cleaning off the blood lesson would then be like just don't mess with zishu and i guess you're fine in when key's book but I want to thank you all for listening and for uh, sticking around for for this uh, episode. Now, um, that was a, kind of my synopsis of, or I guess my recap, or just overall, just general opinions of the episode so far. I do want to know what you think. Uh, you know, tell me your theories. I definitely have some theories about um, about Wednesday, Wenki. I definitely think he's part of that ghost sect. Uh, I don't know if he's like the leader's brother or maybe he's like the leader in disguise. Who knows? He did bring up, uh, you know, a mask that he might be wearing or just, you know, a facade that he might be putting on. Uh, so I'm definitely uh, going to be looking forward to, you know, his revealing his secrets uh, as well. So just, yeah, so just let me know what you think. Hopefully, uh, you know, you, you have some on your theories. I would love to hear your theories about what you think is going to happen or what you kind of predict is going to happen. If you've read the novels, um, please 
let me know how this kind of how the episodes kind of compare uh, did they change too many things did they change everything is it nothing like what you read so far please um, follow me on twitter at fluke national i did set up a discord it's not ready yet but when it is i will definitely share that with you all so thank you so much and i hope to see you again <laughs>